flavor flavor you know what time it is you're listening to the world's only flavor of love recap podcast i'm your host portia and i'm your other host lauren let's get into it Hey y'all, this is episode four, The Flavor of Chicken. I am hottie silver spacesuit at elimination. (laughs) Not the spacesuit. And I am the piece of carrot that fell off as hottie put the chicken in the microwave. Welcome back. (laughs) ah once again once again back to the mess so we start out this episode with eight girls left Flav excitedly wakes up all the girls uh with an enticing new challenge uh hottie is in an army outfit like a sexy halloween spirit halloween outfit not spirit of halloween (laughs) for some reason um when the rest of the girls are in their pajamas and whatever uh and so flave introduces his mother aka anna drayton and he announces she's dead yeah she passed away um i believe in 2013 oh no yeah Aww. yeah r.i.p to a real one because i like realist her. me too i really enjoyed her this episode <laughs> what were you saying i was looking at that biscuit um <laughs> so Flav announces that they're going to church and the girls are you know they're they're worried a lot of them did not bring church clothing and they only had 30 all. minutes to get ready um yeah but I think they pulled it off. Nobody was wearing anything too revealing. What do you think? You know what I picked up on? Um, mm-hmm. Our girl Red Oyster had a black dress on. It did have red in it. Oh. Uh-huh, right? Yeah. Interesting. So I wonder if she was, you know, like, we're going to make an exception, okay? <laughs> and I mean... It looked, it was very tasteful compared to a lot of what um, other folks had on, though. I think the girls, like you said, did really pull it together, but she was a standout, one, because it was black, but, like, it was fitted in a very wholesome, godly way, if you Mm. will, very, very somber um, and tasteful and and all of that, and I, I really liked it, though I, I do love her in all red. I love her in a monochromatic look. So we, yes. And we do get to see that later on in the, in the episode. We do. Um, another fashion thing, bringing it back to Hottie once again. So she wears this white mother of the bride looking ass dress. <laughs> and it has, like, has this red cape. And New York says she looks like the devil himself. <laughs> <laughs> um accurate that's accurate so (laughs) into flay's fashion he's wearing this white suit with really really extra long coattails that uh drag the floor uh then we go to church we are there we're at church actually before i move on i'm moving too fast what did you think about flay's fit you know 
I think in episode three, we had a bit of a, a lull. Like, a, we, we entered into a valley when it mm-hmm. came to Flav's fashion. We only had one good, bad bitch fit that episode. And I feel like in comparison to what he had on that episode compared to, you know, right now, um, I'm enjoying it. I thought it was, I thought it made sense because, right, we're, we are going to church. So I didn't expect, like, platform boots and, you know, the biggest clock in the world. So... Right. I was, did, did it give me life? No. But was it, was it nice? Yeah. What did you think of Mama's outfit? Mama Drayton? I didn't even notice. It was, it was a church outfit, a church fit. Was she wearing she's a like, hat? I, I don't, <laughs> she's like, I'm not doing this for TV. This is what I, this yeah. is what I wear to praise the Lord. Yes. Um, we love to see it. Mm-hmm. And sorry i lost my place <laughs> we'll edit this out um so we get to church everybody's praising the lord it's a good you know baptist evangelical sort of praising and shouting and rolling all over the place getting filled with the spirit type of situation uh everybody's clapping um except red oyster who can't clap to the rhythm she is I... having a very hard time <laughs> a very hard time because it's true mama is on the one and four maybe Mm -hmm. i'm still a stan but (laughs) when when you come on this podcast red oyster we are going to ask you in the 14 years since this show has passed have you found rhythm because i would like to know i was surprised i thought she'd be she would be able to throw it back um not in a church setting, obviously, but I, I thought our girl could at least two-step or two-count, and that's not no. what we saw at all. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, but, I mean, Flav's looking for love. He's not looking for rhythm, so that's not what really matters here. Uh, moving on, we... Uh, see that Goldie and Smiley are crying. They're getting really moved by the church service. Uh, it's not surprised that Smiley's crying. Okay, I was about see, to say, but... your fave <laughs> is, she with the waterworks. Yep. Every time. I love her. I love her, though. <laughs> and following the church service, the girls go to a tea room with Flav's mom. Um, it's a very fancy affair. She speaks to each one of them in twos. Yes. Um, so they have to sort of fight for time uh, with one other girl. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just sort of not to go through each and every single girl, but a few of them. Hottie lies to her about having an ivy league degree and like <laughs> being a realtor or some shit it's like, <laughs> yeah that was funny any thoughts let me tell you something okay mm-hmm. about our good um our good sibling hottie mama is iconic and i think we or at least I can only speak for myself. I focus so much of my standing on New York because mm-hmm. obviously Tiffany Pollard really is that girl. She is the moment we, we, we've discussed. But what's so 
delicious about Hottie is the delusion. Hottie is also camp. We, we, we talked about camp a little bit in the first episode. Like, what she's able to do... Um, I know we're just talking about lying here. We haven't gotten to the chicken, but it's performance art. It really is. And uh, the, first, the first season is better for it. Um, I don't know if Hottie would have lasted as long on season two only because the girls really would have beat her ass. Um, oh, I see that. I see that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like Bucky, Delicious, all those girls would have ran up on her. But I think within this season, she serves that kind of chaotic, neutral that you need. And her commitment to her lying is... Do you think it's pathological or do you think she's like, I'm lying for these cameras? It's hard to tell. Like, I, yeah. I am That's honestly, fair. you know, third time around seeing this, I'm still not sure whether she believes the lies or it's for the cameras. I cannot yeah. tell. And that is, that is powerful. <laughs> that what is power. Is I want to know what her astrological sign is. I'm going to I'm going to just look that up very quickly for you all audience because I'm sure you're curious too. Okay. Um her name is Shatar. Mhm. Um astrological sign. But also this could not be real because she could be lying about her birthday. She could be lying. <laughs> okay. Lauren, what what do you think her sign is? Because I, I do have an answer now. Is she an Aquarius or a Scorpio? She's a water sign, uh, but not a Scorpio. Mm. Pisces. <laughs> is that a water sign? <laughs> okay, so Allure Mag is saying that she is a Pisces. Do you want to know what celebrity astrology zodiac sign cuss celebrities astrology galore.com? That is a real URL, all, all of you. <laughs> that is a real URL. Um, do you want to know what they are saying? What are they saying? <laughs> Her birthday, according to this site that could be fake, um, Mama is a, is a Leo. <laughs> okay which i hate for me as a fellow leo and she's like an august leo so i can't play off her crazy that she's like a cancer cusp because she is squarely a leo and i think that makes sense the grandiosity of her mm -hmm. her performance definitely comes into play there i i think um leo's be telling tall tales apparently like apparently we um are charismatic liars which is why so many people i know hate male leos in particular because they will have 17 children littered across the city and tell you they don't have any children and also they do have a job but they they really don't so this squares with me what do you think? okay i don't know enough about astrology <laughs> opinion <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna let you cook. Though um, there is an Aquarius in the cast, it is our good, not so good sis Pumpkin. Mm, okay, your girl Smiley's a Libra. 
Oh, okay. is why that bitch be crying. <laughs> I'm done now. That's my conversation. Right. <laughs> We're gonna have to have like a bonus episode where we talk about everyone's signs. We have their characters. Should. Let us know. Um, Subscribers only. We should make a Patreon. Yes. Once we get our followers up, because right now <laughs> episode two is looking a little, but we'll build it up through the week. <laughs> I'm screaming. Okay. Um, back to the show. So, Hottie and Red Oyster are talking to Miss Anna Drayton. And New York takes Red Oyster's place. Red Oyster gets right on up, doesn't argue. No hesitation. And New York starts to talk about her intentions with uh, Anna's son. She gets very emotional. She's very intense, very just very much like I'm in love with your son, point blank period. This is what I want. He is my future. He is all that I need. How did you feel about about, about that moment? Um, we love an actress, but um, I was a little uncomfortable. Just like thinking from Mama's perspective, like, bitch, who are you? <laughs> Do I know you? Um, from my understanding, y'all been shooting for two weeks now. What the fuck is going on? But, um, yeah, I, from a reality television standpoint, I get it. How did you feel about the antics um, as far as how maybe Mama Drayton interpreted it? Because New York stays, right? You know? Like- yeah. I feel like she certainly thought New York was crazy. Yes. Um, <laughs> but clearly she wasn't as thrown off by New York as she was with some of the other girls. Um, yeah. Particularly um, Sweetie. Um, when Flav shows her the, not, not Sweetie, when Flav shows his mom the clock room and they start talking about the different girls. Um, his mom talks about how Sweetie comes across as desperate and they point her out specifically so and new york doesn't even like come up in that moment or at least from what we see yeah in the finished product Mm -hmm. so i feel like it's clear from a production standpoint that new york's sticking around there's no fear of her going away yeah yeah uh Talking about Smiley just for a second, I, I'm under the impression that Smiley has had probably a very traumatic, whether it's upbringing or just trauma in her interpersonal relationships with mm-hmm. the people around her. Um, and not to um, assume anything, but I wonder if, I wonder if like, she was kind of taken advantage of in certain situations where, cause it feels like she is one of the few people there who, you know, it could be for exposure, right? Cause most people go on reality television 
or exposure. Like nobody's yeah. in love with Flavor Flav. But I wonder if like hers is more of a wholesome, like this is something that could change my life. She is a mom. I think she talks about that mm-hmm. in subsequent episodes. Um, but when we talk about the desperation feeling, it very much feels like this show could have been a lifeline for her. And that is why that mm-hmm. desperate, because it's not a desperation to be loved and cherished by this cricket man. Um, <laughs> I, it's uh, Maybe it's for recognition and for security and the stability that something like this could potentially offer. Right. Um, so that's, that's my, my two cents. Yeah, you can tell that she's definitely, she's a very vulnerable person, mm-hmm. and she's searching for something deeper. Yeah, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. So we get to the point where Flav has a date, what a one-on-one date with all the different girls. He has an hour-long date with each of them. Mm-hmm. starting at 7 p.m. and supposedly going to like 3 a.m. <laughs> for whatever reason he decides to do that and hoops is first and it's her first like personal moment with Flav and she you know she's rubbing up on him getting all close to him and <laughs> I won't I won't spoil the very ending for y'all but i mean this has been out for 14 years but (laughs) that part but um it's interesting how flave says what makes you love me like this and hoop says because you love me back that's it and i'm like that is an that's an interesting way to say that that's like very much that star wars i love you i know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah it 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 really is <laughs> Oof. thoughts uh, pass pass okay <laughs> like got nothing to say about that but okay girl see that like she's very okay let's just come out and say it she wins the whole thing but <laughs> you can tell that in this moment it feels like she's there for exposure i mean who who says that because you love me back that's it (laughs) flame looked into those pretty eyes and that that light skin and said checks out Mm -hmm. (laughs) absolutely Um, yeah i i i guess i do have thoughts i wonder for Flav, right, um, if he also was under the impression that, like, he was actually going to find love, because I don't think so, right? <laughs> really? Because this, so hear me out. Flav's career and personal life leading up to the show, like, both Surreal Life, Strange Love, and Flavor of Love, was really tumultuous as far as like he was still battling addiction to crack mm-hmm. he had lost custody of some of his children because he had a long-term partner that some of the the kids were with and he i think was arrested for battery or domestic violence yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And this was all leading up to, um, I think this, yeah, this all kind of spun out in maybe 2000 or 2001. And um, he befriended some people uh, that he knew through, I think, Chuck D. And they were producers at VH1. And so that's kind of how this all came together. It was like, let's find a way to get Flav back on his feet. And he really didn't want to do it. And it was MC Hammer who finally convinced him, like, hmm. go do Surreal Life. And then it, everything kind of just took off from there. So I guess what I'm pondering is, you know, did Flav say, at, at the very least, I'm going to go on the show. It's going to be a good time. And <laughs> out of it, I'll get, I'll get some booty. Or was he like, no, you know, 46 years old. I want love. I, 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 I'm leaning towards he too wanted the revitalization, revitalization that reality TV had given to other celebrities. Okay. So. I hear what you're saying. All okay. right. <laughs> quite, quite a theory. I like that. I see that. I feel like he... Even if he's there primarily for, you know, revitalizing his career, you can tell that he still wants these girls to be true to him and to actually mm-hmm. like him. Yeah, and definitely. Yeah. Like with uh, Miss Latin, he's like, you know, why didn't you just tell me? Why he was you hurting me? He was he like was. very hurt. Um, and the whole thing with Sweetie that we'll get into with this episode, like he's he he interprets her personality and actions towards him as her not really feeling him. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Sweetie is just like a very awkward person. Yeah, and I do too. Her feelings, her true feelings, just did not come out, and were like they didn't. I feel like they were misinterpreted. Her actions were misinterpreted mm-hmm. as her not feeling him when it's really just one of those people who has this very awkward wall built up. I yeah, I I agree with with a lot of that for sure. Yeah. Um but to get uh back to the dates, we after hoops we have Goldie, we have Pumpkin, we have Hottie and new york and honestly there isn't a whole lot to say about those dates nothing super crazy happens but with red oyster flay falls asleep on her because that's probably like uh 1 a.m by that point so mm-hmm. he was tired he ate all that chicken Shut um, <laughs> so after red oyster he's got one date left in him He's supposed to have two dates left in him, but we'll get to that. Um, so, Sweetie, uh, she's dressed really conservatively, actually. Like, she's mm-hmm. wearing one of those, you know how those, like, sweater vests used to sort of be in style? With yeah. the, like, with the, with the, like, diamonds mm-hmm. shapes. <laughs> <laughs> and then just like a like a button down but like rolled up to the elbow or whatever 
mid 2000s yes. fashion. <laughs> yes, she was wearing that. I was very surprised. Um, you know, she wants to show that she's willing to move forward physically with Flav, but she's like very dressed up and buttoned up. And you would have thought she'd wear something a little more revealing if that's what she was trying to get across. Yeah. Um, I agree. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. agree. And, you know, again, with us talking about how awkward she is, she, <laughs> instead of, like, trying to be smooth and, like, rubbing on him and being like, ooh, play, blah, 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 she gets on his lap and starts bouncing around and it is so cringy and so <laughs> i'm just like girl what are you doing like in your sexiest fantasies just like use any old handsome attractive man as a placeholder for flave is this ah. what you would do? <laughs> is this what you would do to him <laughs> I... <laughs> How do you feel about that moment? Because it was just, it was a lot to take in. I mean, I think, I think Sweetie's out of her element. And I say that because even going back to earlier episodes, maybe episode two, uh, She's not with the romper room bullshit to quote Latrice Royale. And it it doesn't feel like she belongs on reality TV. It feels like she should be a teacher at an elementary school. She'd be my favorite music teacher. Um, I would love going to her class, but I don't think that she, not that she doesn't want to be there, uh, but I just, don't think she is legitimately attracted to Flav and I just don't think she can be a big character and do all these things that are meant to keep you there for the producers to say listen we're gonna create some storyline keep it pushing mm-hmm. um this kind of for me solidified that like she's probably an early out like she's probably gonna go home pretty soon yeah. uh so yeah i which i hate because i she's beautiful she's gorgeous mm-hmm. um she does seem like a really nice person uh but i know she does get mad later <laughs> but we will we will get there yes indeed we will get there so for the final date um it actually does not happen because Smiley is fast asleep when Flav goes to meet her for that date. But is she wrong? I mean, it's a, it's, it's a risk. I mean, yeah. I would have been up and prepared, personally, if I wanted to stick around. But she's Smiley. She's gorgeous. That, and that's what I'm saying. She knows what she looked like. Yeah, she, she can get away with it. Table. Yeah. Yeah. So, after a long evening of dating, Flav goes to his uh, flavor suite, gets ready for bed, but there's a knock at the door, and Hoops and Pumpkin come into his room and cuddle up with him, Um, and then New York comes, 
stomping in. She's pissed. <laughs> She's in her lingerie, her best lingerie. And she tries to get into the bed, but they won't really let her in. So she's just sort of like on the edge Stop. of the bed. <laughs> just awkwardly lying there. And in the confessional, she's lying her ass off. She's like, oh, he couldn't get his hands off me. But she's like trying to like get his hand like around her in the bed. <laughs> trying her darndest but it's just not working out it was very awkward mm -hmm. the the desperation did 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 take take a toll on me so i was like remember we're we're tiffany pollard what are we doing <laughs> uh but again this goes back to our first episode it's a house full of birds that was bird behavior mm -hmm. And if you are a bird, what do birds do? They do bird things. Mm -hmm. And that was a bird thing. A bird thing, yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> so they all wake up. The camera zoom in on Flav's crusty feet. I was repulsed. You did not have to bring that up because maybe I had forgotten about it. <laughs> now you remember it. Uh, they Ugh. were gross. Um, and the next day, Flav challenges the girls to make the best fried chicken so they can have a date with him and his mom. They get 30 minutes each. They all get a recipe, which throws yes. me. You have no excuse <laughs> to fuck this up if you got a recipe in front of you. And then they have all these supplies and then some. Then Big Rick sets off the the clock they get going um but we have a very interesting uh story here with sweetie mm -hmm. who is in tears and she she does not like chicken she doesn't eat chicken she doesn't look at chicken mm -hmm. she had a traumatic childhood incident where a rooster pecked her leg and took like chunks out of it yeah and she's seriously traumatized from the incident it has like ptsd <laughs> like yeah. real like the, i mean it's not even a joking matter because that that shit's serious like as funny yeah. as someone being afraid of chicken might sound yeah it's serious like things like that can really affect people's lives and like even earlier during the day i just remembered um Flav has like a plate of chicken and like asks her if she wants some and she's like oh I don't want chicken I just want you and it's like hmm foreshadowing yeah yeah I I see what the editors did there right oh, man I do feel for sweetie and I really um I just, this whole episode, Mama went through a lot, like, backtracking just slightly in her, in her arc in this episode, his mom didn't give a fuck about nothing she had to say. Not right. a single solitary thing. She was trying to talk about her degree and, like, going music and getting signed to this label and then that, trying to just, you know, talk about herself and them biscuits 
<laughs> had mama. Mama said, bitch, if you don't shut up and let me like finish my meal. And so then the next day for Sweetie to have to um, confront her trauma for, you know, laughs and shit really sucked. And yeah, I really, I really felt with her. And it seemed like there were folks there who were comforting her, like Goldie, because Goldie's mm-hmm. everybody's home girl. Yeah. Um, we stand. But yeah, it was really shitty. And I mean, I didn't expect the producers or anybody to say, sit this one out. It's reality TV. They they want you to have strong emotions. Have a and, huge breakdown. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I just, I feel for the girl, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we go to the rat race in the kitchen. Hottie puts a whole bunch of bullshit on her chicken and pops it in that, the microwave. Uh, she puts carrots up the ass and put some like marshmallows on it she's out here talking about like oh vegetables blah 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 so healthy it's like you're putting marshmallows on it what are you talking about (laughs) that she hits the chicken setting because you know it's it's healthier in the microwave the performance of a lifetime okay where's her oscar where is it at least the Emmy. At least a fucking mm-hmm. Emmy. My God. Mm-mm-mm. So, Hoops wins. <laughs> no was, surprise. No surprise. Hers, hers did look the most edible. You it did. You know, she was uh, in the kitchen talking about, you know, all my life I had to fight. I was that, the uh... oldest of <laughs> 12 children and i had to cook for all of them yes <laughs> talking about giblets and everything yep. else yep gizzards so <laughs> she wins also uh flay's mom actually liked hoops so she has that on her side yep. uh they go on their date it's a lot of fun they get some soul food all of that um and then big rick and flay decide once and for all who stays and who leaves Mm-hmm. and uh the girls line up hottie is wearing her silver space dress with the cutouts on the side a moment a moment okay. um then we discover that sweetie is going home hottie gets that last clock and it's <sighs> after what she did to that chicken after what she did to that chicken you know that production was like <laughs> we need some more of that in this show <laughs> absolutely and they were they are correct okay oh they i feel correct. so bad for sweetie though i really do they did her dirty on here um but she flips the fuck out rightfully um, so and because flay was talking about oh i didn't she wasn't really feeling me uh, she wasn't really real, and she she loses it. She's like, "What are you talking about? I wasn't feeling you. I stayed up so fucking late. I stayed up to like two a.m. for our date. I faced my childhood trauma to make this chicken for you. That part. I did this. I did that. Like, 
she had, mama had it she had had it it's the blackest part of my ass flame okay yep. like very that energy mm-hmm. and rightfully so would you have not lost and you know i don't know what kind of temperament you have lauren as far as like when you get angry how you react but i think anybody would lose it just like on some this is disrespectful like this is calling my fucking character into question Mm -hmm. um not to mention i had a traumatic experience and it was made light of all for you to say oh you don't want me so i'm sending you home when i confronted that like pull up send the addy like Ugh. mad <laughs> i'm me too i'm mad for her um we need her on the show we gotta ask her 14 years later do you are you still mad about that have you gotten therapy for your chicken incident like <laughs> i do want to know that like i really damn. do chicken chicken goes hard as fuck though that's it damn. does imagine living without it Oh, I mean, there are like vegans and vegetarians. There are so many people that that. do that, (laughs) right? (laughs) Like um, millions of people, probably. Mm -hmm. But um, I love me some fried chicken. I'm, I'm honestly, viewers. Oh, viewers! LOL. This is a, this is a podcast. Um, Listeners, I really can't wait to post me a Popeyes chicken sandwich as soon as this episode (laughs) ends. Um, And I wish it was open down here. I live in a. uh I live in Podunk, Georgia, by the way. Nothing is open. I would love to Postmate, Uber Eats, Grubhub, something my way. But I think I'm just going to have to cook. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, friend. I still need to get, you know, need to get groceries. But that's, that's what we're getting real with you all. We're, we're sharing our, our, our lives, our, our hunger, if you will. Um, somewhere, hopefully if she's gotten the support she's needed sweetie has enjoyed a popeye's chicken sandwich mm-hmm. i really hope that for her mm, me too <laughs> and guess what i am hungry for some more drama i cannot that wait part. for next week it will uh this season is just full of so many iconic moments and I hope you all just stay tuned and keep listening to relive the tomfoolery. Absolutely. Oh, I almost forgot about our segments. To freedom! Mm -hmm. To freedom! (laughs) So, this week's Eliminate is sweetie her real name is tika rain and um what was the name of the other segment where are they now where Where are they now now? (laughs) (laughs) where are they now simple as that she is now a housewife uh has some kids it's what she deserves she deserves love yeah that she did not get from flav Does it say where she lives? Um, it did not. Not that we're gonna. Apparently stop her. she. <laughs> apparently she just sort of like dropped off the map. Um. She's a stay-at-home mom, judging by her Facebook. So. You know what? Good for her. 
I wonder if her children have ever seen or heard of Flavor of Love. That's a good question. Probably not if she has anything <laughs> to say about it. <laughs> True that. Like, they can't even, the kids can't even hear Public Enemy in the house, okay? <laughs> yeah. Like, she put a put a stop to that but you know i do hope she's doing well wherever she is and um i think of all the girls that were in the house she was real and i think she was um someone i could imagine outside the show being successful and kind and Mm -hmm. doing well for themselves and it sounds like she probably is so um i i would also like to no longer refer to sweetie as a bird Mm -hmm. as we've talked about it doesn't have to be forever um so it's good to see her regain her humanity once again as well we love to see it preach well is that it for today's episode it is well you all thank you for returning and listening to the romper room bullshit uh, if you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at FlavorPod. I'm Portia. And I am Lauren. We will see y'all next week. Bye-bye. Bye.